Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome back to another episode of Mike Tomlin Tuesday, but on a Monday. Yes, this is right. It is back to Mike Tomlin speaking a day early. My goodness, this is, I think, the fifth time this season that we've had this as Steelers fans. Now, why is Mike Tomlin speaking on new, at noon on Monday, New Year's Day, after the Steelers just got back from Seattle last night? Well, in case you haven't heard, but I'm sure most of you have, that the Steelers are playing their Week 18 matchup in Baltimore on Saturday at 4.30 p.m. on ABC slash ESPN. That is the schedule for the Steelers for Week 18. They, they, they go first. There's no Thursday night game. They go first. They're the first game of, of everything. And you know what? I, I like that this – I mean, this really allows the Steelers – to focus 100% on their own business, 100% on their own business, because everything that's going to happen that's going to affect them otherwise isn't even going on while they play. That was even a question that was asked of Coach Tomlin during the press conference, which we will get to very shortly. So explaining why this press conference recap is coming today, I thought was important. Now, also have to remember what that also means when it comes to stuff. Some really good things here. And honestly, the biggest thing, the biggest thing, dealing with the quarterbacks. Coach Tom didn't even talk about quarterbacks until the Q&A. And I'm going to make you wait for it. I am. I'm going to make you wait for it. Although, if you aren't living under a rock, if you were out there and hear anything with social media, you'll probably already know what's happening. But that's all right. We'll get there. I'm, I'm just, I'm just going to tease you a little bit. Coach Tomlin steps up. He says, good afternoon. And he says something that I really expected. He says, couldn't come through things just yet from yesterday's win um, because we have the quick turnaround. But a lot of the things that he was taken off from, from what he'd seen more of it is a lot of the same things he said immediately after the game. Hasn't gone into the minor minutia of everything, but it's still a lot A lot of the same things, still big props to the offensive line and the running backs getting things running there. I mean, great complementary football within the offense, let alone offense to defense. 
Um, he said that it was very important in this game where they couldn't be one-dimensional. If you set yourself up where you have to pass all the time, it's not going to be as successful. And, and he talked about that a little bit more in the Q&A with the answer to one question that I thought was a, a really good answer. Um, he said Paul, blah, blah, blah. ball possession was really big and an emphasis that they had coming in this week. They knew with Geno Smith and his, his fantastic eligibles out there that – Holding on to the ball and keeping them on the sidelines was really going to be helpful. The Steelers were able to do that, kept the ball for about a quarter longer than what the, the Seahawks had. In the fourth quarter, my goodness, they 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 held the ball more than two to one um, against the Seahawks um, when it came to time of possession. Um, he said he was, he, you know, brought up the, the contributions of guys that are really having to step in. Oh, he was thankful to Eric Rowe, Miles Jack, Patrick Peterson sliding to safety. You know, their depth has been challenged, particularly at the inside linebacker and safety position, and guys have stepped up. Now, as we can see, based on how everything's going, is it what it would have been otherwise? Probably not, but it hasn't. It, it, it didn't cost them a game, did it? It didn't in this case, um, mainly because they're playing complimentary football and the offense is doing their part as well. And it's not just up to the defense to completely shut down the opponent in order for them to pull out a win. Um, it's been really nice as a Steelers fans the last two weeks. Uh, see, seeing these things happen and, you know, two's a pattern, as Coach Tomlin would say. Two's a pattern. So uh, it, it's been re really good to see that going forward. Um, but Coach Tomlin did say he would like some more definitive stops. Said they've been a lot of bend, don't break. It would be really nice to get some more of those stops um, to where it's – he didn't say it this way, but the way I interpret it is not so much bend, just not quite as much bend. Um, and I got to bring this up specifically for Brian Anthony Davis and Jeff Hartman because they busted on me when I said this last year, might have even been the year before, I can't remember, so long ago on the Steelers preview. I said, what did the Steelers need to do? He said, I said, they need to play hard. What did Coach Tolman say? He said, the guys played hard. That's right, because that's a thing. Thank you. Anyway. Sorry, yeah. So he specifically wanted to say they played hard. Injuries. Landon Roberts, day-to-day. -day. See what the week brings. He said, same with Minka Fitzpatrick. Same with Trenton Thompson. Got to see about their participation earlier in the week and how that builds to see if they'll be available this week. Mentioned TJ Watt. Said he hasn't seen him yet today. Said he was, you know, he got he was injured late in the game but came back. He has no idea what that what, what's going on there, if there's any issue that would keep him out of things early in the week, but it shouldn't jeopardize his status for Saturday. So that's what Coach Tom specifically said. Notice which player was missing here. So this will be the first question of the Q&A. Nothing talked about the injury status of Kenneth Shane Pickett. And then he went on to talk about Baltimore. He said they're steamrolling people. Um, he says Lamar has been spectacular. He's both talented and experienced. Um, Isaiah likely has stepped up um, in Mark Andrews' absence and filled that role. Um, they, he says they throw a collection of backs at you, and they're just um, and they're just they're 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 ringing up points on a lot of people. Is is the way he said for the offense for the defense? He started with their inside linebacker duo of Queen and Smith. 
and what that allows them to do throughout their defense with that. He says that, you know, they play a lot of three safeties and they have three good ones. Talk, talk about, you know, they'll move Kyle Hamilton up into the box and work as a blitzer. He'll get sacks, just a lot of the stuff that they do and that they can give you that three safety look. Now he also talked about other things. Uh, this one could be taken. This could be bullet board material. I think it's funny, but uh, he mentioned Arthur Millette and how he got a sack. His tears. But he called him a little guy. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's something, you know, private between that. I don't know. But he just referred to him as, you know, Arthur Millette, uh, Arthur Millette's a little guy. Unless I misheard him and he didn't say a little guy. I thought that's what I heard. Uh, and I thought that was pretty funny, so much so that I made a note of it. Um, and he says with Baltimore, success breeds success. He's like that that when they get on a roll, they start getting their the points there, and they and then the defense just gets opportunistic because the offense is successful. I'll be honest with you, if you look at it, this was the Steelers the last two weeks as well. Success breeding success from both sides of the ball. Um, that's me saying that about this being the Steelers, but he was strictly talking about Baltimore. He says the key for the Steelers is they have to make them earn it. Okay. Um, and Coach Tom specifically said, keep the score down. Got to keep the score down. Um, busted out at the end of it, his infamous chestnut checkers line. Um, he says, we know, uh, uh, they know us, we know them. Um, that's one good thing about being on a short week against a familiar opponent. It's a familiar opponent. So from that, we rolled into the question and answer period. I'm going to take a quick break. and we come back, we'll get the answers at the quarterback position with when it comes to the Steelers um, for, for this week. And, uh, and and some other good questions coming in there. So stick around. We'll be right back after these messages. All right, Steelers fans, we are back. I had a chance to clear my throat. Hopefully I won't break into a coughing fit here as we roll through this. This is the Q&A period. Here we go. First question, the one everyone wanted to know. Kenny Pickett didn't mention his injury status or anything during the injury portion. What's going on with Pickett and the quarterback position? Coach Tallman says Kenny should be available this week. There's no, there's no concern about Pickett's availability, but they're leaving the ball in Mason Rudolph's hands. That's the way Coach Tallman said it. So you got Mason Rudolph, he'll be the quarterback to start the game against the Ravens. Then we got a lot more questions about things like that. Um, was asked about Kenny with last week. He said he didn't get his clearance that he was going to be okay until very late in the week. So that's why the Steelers rolled with, you know, the the other quarterback, Mitch Trubisky, who had more work in that would have to step in um, if they needed the um, somebody else to come in off the bench. Um, was asked, you know, why not even have him as your emergency QB three and have him dress? And Coach Tomlin's like. I, I, I'd not get into the speculation of all that and if you need to. Remember, you can only come in as QB3 if the other two guys are injured. It can't be based on performance. So I think Coach Tomlin was just like, yeah, it wasn't going to – he didn't see it coming down to that. Um, so, therefore, there was really no, no reason to do that. Um, was asked about Mason earning the job. You know, what, what, what's allowed him to do that? He's like, he's confident. He's aggressive, um, and it and the collective has been good with everything. They they the, they breed off of his con his confidence and his aggressiveness, and it's just allowed the the collective uh, to to be good there. Was asked about the playoffs. 
Okay. And, you know, well, what does this mean for the quarterback position going forward in the playoffs? You know, he's like, that depends on what happens this week. You know, Steelers first, they got to win the game. Now, is there a way that this is me talking now that the Steelers can get into the postseason without winning this week? There actually is. There is a way they could make the playoffs, even though they they don't win this week. But the Steelers aren't worried about that. They're worried about winning this game this week. And then those things are things that will be answered if, if the situation presents itself. Um, we just asked about, uh, let's see, what else? Oh, I can't even read what I wrote there, so we'll skip that one. Um, was asked about getting a better blocking from Pat Frermuth. And Coach Tom was like, you know, that's something he identified as this, you know, when he came in the season, something he wanted to work on and everything. Something Coach Tom didn't say, but I would say Pat Fairmuth was not healthy early in the season. He really wasn't. And I think they were asking him to block when he wasn't healthy. Um, I also think that that would have been an opportunity for Coach Tomlin to completely throw their Steelers' former uh, offensive coordinator under the bus because I think that was part of the problem is that Fairmuth wasn't healthy and then he was trying to be utilized more as a blocker than even guys that are better at blocking. There's a lot that could have gone into that. Coach Tomlin just talked about Fairmuth wanting to work on it. Um, but I think, I, personally, I think the real answer is way beyond that. But Coach Tomlin gave the right answer there. Um, let's see. Was asked about this is a, this is a good one. This is important. Was asked about the Ravens and what they're choosing to do with their players this week, and how does that affect what the Steelers did are going to do? Mike Tomlin gave a great answer. I think it's true, but at the same time, you're going to be listening to hear what's going on in Baltimore, so you have a better idea of how to how to get more specific with your game plan. But Coach Tomlin, his answer was this: He's like, we prepare what they're capable of we prepare for what they're capable of so bottom line is they're going under the assumption that their players are playing and they're playing the whole time until they're not um and that's what you have to prepare for prepare for their best and then see what what you actually get um, which i think is a good way to go after it uh was asked about the steelers having success against lamar overall and coach tomlin says it's because we respect him that's why coach tomlin said they had success I'm very glad he didn't try to lay out a whole a whole IR deal. This is what we do because, yeah, that's not going to help the Steelers at all. But I think it is that large amount of respect for Lamar that the Steelers have been able to contain him. Um, that so once again that that was a that was a pretty good answer. Um, was asked about Miles Jack and the communication with him, um, and you know being with the Steelers if that's been helpful. And like, yeah, Coach Tom's like his history with us helps. It definitely does. Um, I said it when the Steelers signed Miles Jack to the practice squad a while ago. I know a lot of Steelers fans. Um, yeah, sorry, Shannon. I know you were one of them. They're like, oh, Jack is done. He's washed up. Why would the Steelers want to try to make him? He's not the answer. I'm like, if you've got a call on somebody because another linebacker goes down, and let, I mean, wow. Let, let, and I gave the example of it being a short week, like when they had to turn around and play on a Thursday. If that happens, you got to have – something on the practice squad that you feel that you could move into there. And that's exactly what the Steelers did. That's why they did it. And unfortunately they've had to, they've had to do it. They've had to call on it and they have. And Miles Jack has done a nice job. I think it helps that he was in that role last year. And the, honestly, to me, the biggest thing with Miles Jack right now is it's been over a year since he had that groin injury. He seems healthy. He seems He's not worn down with a long NFL season because he's only played in a couple games. That's actually pretty helpful 
uh, for if you have veteran guys that haven't haven't had to to play a lot of snaps this season as your guys coming in to help out. I, I think that's been pretty helpful. Um, I was asked how Kenny was handling this. Uh, Coach Tomlin is like, you know, I'm going to let him answer some of these questions. He said to something else. He says, Kenny wants the ball, but he's a team player. So, yeah. Coach Tom was asked about how the offensive coordinator is working together. Um, has have, And, you know, what does that mean for the future? of the and Coach Tomlin, once again, he kept shutting down these types of questions. I know this is the time of year that a lot of people have, you know, thoughts of next year and everything. Coach Tom's like, we are week to week. We are, we're just wanting our, our offensive coordinators to get the job done this week. Those are questions that can be asked later. Let's worry about this game on Saturday. Uh, was asked about um, Mason Rudolph having success with pickets. And um, Coach Tomlin's answer, you know, he, let's just say it. He doesn't want to praise one quarterback so much that it actually is a cut on another. It's hard to say, well, Mason does this better. Because if he does this better, better than who, you know, is what you're kind of saying. He didn't take that route. He took the route of when your running game gets going, that leaves you with more one-on-one matchups. When you leave George Pickens in a one-on-one matchup, guess what? You're going to have an opportunity to throw on the ball and he's going to have an opportunity to win that matchup. So um, Coach Tomlin, he, he credited the running game on that. Also, I think, I think defenses know that Mason Rudolph isn't going to bail on the pocket and hang in there and and take the time needed to take the shot that he needs to 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 someone like like Pickens. And it's it's really turned in into a threat. I thought Seattle would work to try to just I thought he would just get double teamed the whole game. I thought that Pickens wasn't going to have the game that he had the week before because Seattle was going to specifically try to take him away. If they did, they failed because he had another night, another another good week. So that was good. All right, I got to keep moving on here. Um, was asked about, um, you know, the run game getting going now. Coach Tomlin says he thought their arrow has been pointing up for a while. Asked about dealing with a short week and everything. And Coach Tomlin's like, just give us a date and time and we'll be there. And Coach Tomlin also said they, 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 they might have been tipped off to this a little bit earlier than it was a possibility uh, because they were, they were a little bit more prepared. Um, for it. He, he kind of hinted at that, which was is the right thing to do, especially if you've got a team that's traveling home from across the country and then has one less day and they have to travel to their next destination. That to kind of have an idea that that's a possibility would have been the right thing. Uh, let's see. Was asked about not having the scoreboard watched. Mike gave his infamous answer. We do not care. I care. I, I like it. It's, I think it is really nice that they don't have to scoreboard watch during their game. They could go out and just take care of business. Coach Tom's like, we, we don't care. Um, asked about, you know, Eric Rowe stepping in, someone who wasn't with the Steelers before. He's like, he's a veteran guy. He's a guy that's been there, done that. So he's been sitting back, working since the Steelers brought him into the practice squad as guys started to go down. And uh, now it's his opportunity, and he's, and he's, he's stepping up because he has that – that veteran experience. I uh, was asked about Joey Porter Jr. Um, and what, what they've been able to do with him. Recently, he says um, he runs to the fight and he wants the big matchup. Was asked overall about all the rookies. He's like, and, and how they're doing. He's like, they're trending in the right way. And then Coach Tomlin said something that I have been saying for a while that I'm like, this is what the, this is the reason the Steelers do this. 
Coach Holmes says it's intentional in how they started them off the season. They didn't have these guys getting a lot of snaps early because the part of the question was asking about the rookie wall. And it looks like none of their rookies are hitting a rookie wall. Coach Tom's like, that's intentional. That's why we don't throw them into the starting lineup early. You know, Keanu Benton got more snaps early in the season because Cam Hayward was down, but he was the first guy. Broderick Jones didn't start till later. Joey Porter Jr. didn't start till later. That was intentional. You might not have liked it at the time, Steelers fan, but the Steelers did it for a reason. And it might be enough to pay off for them now. We'll have to see because it would be more about making the postseason. If they make the postseason and their rookies are playing well, then that's a good thing. So you can debate it all you want. It's what they did and how they how they look at it. Um, was asked about the offensive line, you know, the running game success. And he's like, um, um, what the? Um, and, and what they had lately, I'm trying to read my right. Oh, because I have a direct quote. He's like, they're. Um, styles make fights was Coach Tomlin's uh, quote there because it was the whole idea that they were they were intentionally looking to run the ball the last couple of weeks because of their particular matchup that they had. So that's why he said that styles make fights. Um, um, uh, uh, he's like others stepping in, another stepping up um, with everything, and you're wondering, well, you know, maybe you know, some people were thinking about this with Mason Rudolph. They didn't mention any particular names, but. I have a feeling this is where this is coming from. Um, you know, these players weren't playing before, and now they're stepping in and playing well. And Coach Shaman said there's a fine line between a pro bowler and a backup. There's a really fine line between a pro bowler and a backup. So sometimes you just have to be able to, 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 to take the most of your opportunity. Um, I was asked about the organization's plan at quarterback moving forward, and Coach Shaman once again said, we're worried about this week. We're worried about this week. You know what? There'll be another press conference after the season is over. This could be next week. It could be the week after. It could be the week after. It all depends on when the Steelers season is done. So you'll have another Tomlin quote Tuesday. Um, regardless, next week. Um, I just hope that we know that it's not the last one. We'll see how that goes. But those are the times for those questions. The Steelers get ready to play the Ravens to, to fight to get in the playoffs. Those are questions for later, okay? Um, let's see. Um, what was asked about um, about would you with if Kenny's going to be the guy that's the backup, would you be more likely to make a quarterback switch? I understand that people had to ask the question, but Coach Tom's like, that's all speculation. You know, we're, we're going to roll with what we got, and we have to decide things in-game. And last but not least, um, was asked the difference since the last time they played Baltimore, the difference in the Ravens. He's like, they look similar. They just have a bigger body of evidence to show the team that they, that they are. So this is a familiar matchup with a team that has nothing to play for in the Baltimore Ravens. There is, let's just say this, the only good thing that can come out of this game for the Baltimore Ravens is to say, we beat the Steelers. Potentially knock them out of the playoffs. That's it. If you want to talk about being on a roll, that's the only other thing, too, to say that they're continuing to win games the whole way up into things. But there's a lot of bad that could come out of this because they have nothing to play for. I, I'm going to take a minute here to give you my personal opinion so we can move on. I would not rest their quarterback. A lot of people are like, well, you got to rest Lamar. 
I would treat it like a preseason game. I'd have them prepare. I'd give them a series, maybe two, because you don't want that rust factor because they're going to have a bye week after that. You don't want it to be that double week off because that generally hasn't done well for quarterbacks in the postseason because you're playing a team that, that could be hot, could, you know, rolling through, you know, obviously won the week before because they played and you didn't. So that, that could be tough. The Steelers have benefited from that before. I've said it before. In the 2005 season, when the Colts rested everyone at the end of the season and had a bye, they came out rusty. The Steelers jumped all over. So I would do that, but I don't know that's what Baltimore's going to do. For all I know, you're after listening to this, they've already announced what they're going to do. I'm not sure. But the last thing the, the Ravens can afford is to have another key player get injured. You know, they've lost how many running backs this year? They're already down their number one receiver in Mark Andrews. Even though they're even though likely stepped up and done a nice job, just imagine if they if they lose a key defender or anything like that because of the matchup with the Steelers. You don't want that. I don't even want that for them. You know, I'm a Steelers fan, and I don't want that to happen to them. So they've just got to be smart with what they're going to do. And the Steelers, all they can do is play their best and go win the game against whatever eleven guys Baltimore chooses to put out there. That's the way this goes. I can't wait for it. We will be back next week with another Tomlin press conference. Uh, our our podcast this week should pretty much stay on the same schedule, except your know, last minute thoughts will be up on Saturday um, morning, and there probably won't be a Q and A until Sunday because of the Steelers playing. That's when you'll have the post game show and all that good stuff. So hey, whoo! The Steelers two in a row, two decisive wins, twice scoring thirty points. I almost chalk up in my brain that the Steelers scored 37 because all they had to do was choose to go up two touchdowns. But you know what? Why even give the other team the ball with less than a minute left with a chance to score onside kick and score when you could just take victory formation? It was the smart play, but really the Steelers were able to score even more points than what they had. Great stuff from the Steelers. Wanted to roll on. Big test, big test. Even if it's not all of Baltimore's main people, you even saw at the end of that game against Miami, anyone who was watching, if you're watching it all before the Steelers kicked off, that they had, they had pulled a bunch of their guys and were still playing it to the Dolphins. So we'll just have to see what it is. Baltimore's a good team. The Steelers just got to go out and do, you know, play hard and do their best. And I'm looking forward to it. And as I always say, to close these out, Go Steelers.